Hello, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. I'm so happy you found me. There's a lot of podcasts out there, and that you stumbled across this one makes me smile. Happens to be Sunday, November 21st, 2021, when I'm recording this podcast. This is episode 524 of We Live on a Planet. We're titling this one, A Hug. Yeah, everybody needs a hug. 41 degrees Fahrenheit in the fine city of Oswego. Feels like 37. Highs are going to be about 49 degrees Fahrenheit. Winds are out of the north. Six miles per hour. Got that out of the way. One in for the archives. Little music we're listening to right now is Garage Band Beat that I made a while back. A creation. It's fun to create. Garage Band, though, there's a big learning curve in that, that's for sure. All right, my friends, stick around. The show's about to begin with all the stuff and things that we normally dive into, all the familiar things that you know and love about We Live on a Planet are coming up next. So stick around, get yourself a beverage of choice, relax, sit back, and enjoy. Be right back. like that nice and easy peasy all right let's start off like we normally do the show with a quote once again this is an unknown author lately my quotes have been from unknown authors that's okay sometimes in life you just need a hug no words no advice just a hug to make you feel better Sometimes in life, you just need a hug. No words, no advice, just a hug to make you feel better. And that's true, isn't it? Studies show that uh, if you hug for over 20 seconds, a bond is formed of trust. 20 seconds doesn't seem like a long time, but next time you're with your loved one, your significant other, Give them a hug and hug hug them for at least 20 seconds. You'll feel the difference. All right, that's it. We'll put that away for the side. Go Bills. Today is game day. Yes. Go Buffalo Bills. The Colts are playing them at Highmark Stadium. That's what they call the Buffalo Bills Stadium. The Colts are 5-5. The Bills are sitting at 6-3. and three. It's a 1 o'clock game today in Buffalo. Probably going to be cold and rainy. Western New York for you. I'm not going to play the Bills sound effects like I did last time. Last time I played it, well, they won last week, but the time before that I played it, and they ended up losing. So go Buffalo. I'm happy, too, that the, the Borders 
to Canada are open so our friends to the north can come visit Highmark Stadium and show the Buffalo Bills some love. Makes me smile. I sent something to my buddy Radio Mylar, who uh, is out in Canada, about Josh Allen, the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, saying something about the border being back open, and we got a good laugh out of it. He's funny. Radio Mylar is one of my buddies out in Canada. It's just uh, very supportive of the show. Speaking of support, thank you, Michael Ryan, for supporting the show for for the whole year we're coming up on the end of november already and you've been here for me every month and i appreciate that i appreciate all of you who stop over to we live on a planet it means so much to me it really does i gotta get the back porch ready for winter winter the winter is coming if you follow the show throughout the years you know that i have a back porch that i prep for the winter and i wrap with plastic and I just use uh, plastic wrap, like sar- saran wrap, that you food storage wrap. <laughs> and I found out going to the dollar store and getting the plastic wrap like that, I wrap this certain portion of my porch and it keeps the snow off. And it's nice and crystal clear so it doesn't look all ghetto. Fabulous. And, uh, yeah, I... I it works out pretty good, but I need to get it done, and I haven't done it. I need to mulch the leaves that have all fallen in the yard one more time and cut the grass maybe one last time. The grass hasn't grown or anything, but go over the whole yard and mulch the leaves. We have a front bush in the front of our house that needs to be trimmed way back because it's getting hard to see backing out of our driveway the bush has grown so much as like like a hedge or a shrub and um i trim it with hedge trimmers during the season but i haven't really cut it back in years never actually i've never cut it back i just trim trim the hairs the flyaways and uh speaking of hairs i got my hairs cut the other day at the good guys barbershop right here in the new york and Man, they do a good job. I I got my hair cut by Keith, the owner, actually. There's two owners of the Good Guys Barbershop. They're co-owners. They have one in Oswego, New York, and one in Fulton, New York now, which is only about 15-minute drive from here, Fulton. And uh, it is a traditional good guy barbershop. It's just... It's fun. It's nice. I would never walk into like a cutting crew or one of those cookie cutter hair cutting places ever again. Barbershops are back. Maybe they never left your area, but they did here for a while and they're back. And uh, the good guy's barbershop is awesome here in Oswego. All right, stick around. We'll ramble a little bit more when we come back. I talk about... um getting my hair cut and talking how Keith, the owner, uh, was the one that cut my hair. He asked me as soon as I got there, how's the podcast going? I go, still going. And he's like, man, you got into the game early, didn't you? And I said, yeah, I have uh, four years under my belt now of podcasting. He's like, how many episodes? And I'm like, over 500. He's like, holy cow. He goes, who do you listen to? And I was like, uh... 
Joe Rogan sometimes, but other than that, not many. I'll listen to Canadian politics is boring sometimes, and uh, I just don't listen. I like to create podcasts, but I don't really listen to podcasts. It's very weird. Uh, what else was I going to talk to you about? Oh, my niece is in town. One of my nieces, she lives in Texas, and it's so nice to have her in town. I haven't got to see her yet, but it's a nice surprise to have her in town, and I bet she really surprised my sister-in-law a lot. They grow up so fast. I just remember being so little, and now they're all growing up and moving away and having kids and all that kind of stuff. And I'm hoping I'm still the favorite uncle. I was the favorite uncle always for them growing up, and they would always tell me I was the favorite uncle. And I always put a smile on my face. I always, like, would spend time with the kids. I like kids. I like, I, the older I've gotten, though, the less patience I've had for kids. The littler ones. I've noticed that. Grumpy in my age. <laughs> uh, I had to go the other day for the first time ever and see a podiatrist. Yeah, and that sound terrible. It is terrible. I have on my left foot, uh, on the bottom of it, I thought I had a planter's wart, but it's not a planter's wart. It's a callus, and the callus happens to be growing in, and so the doctor's treating it the same as if it was a planter's wart by putting on a bunch of acid, and he wrapped it, and all that kind of stuff, and then I got to go back in two weeks, and they he's got to go clean it all up and stuff, and it's very painful. It puts a lot of pressure on my foot, and I was trying to self-treat it when I first started noticing it with, like, the Dr. Scholl's medicated pads for uh, planter's wart, and like I said, he ended up telling me, he's like, it's not a planter's wart. There's certain pressure points on your foot, and he goes, the... There's follicles in your feet, just like your hair follicles, and they can get impacted. And so what's happened is this callus is growing inside instead of growing on the outside of my foot. The callus is growing on the inside. And, oh, gosh, it's painful. But, um, yeah, so I had to go see a podiatrist and, yeah, another bill to the doctor's. If you follow the show, you know how I see a doctor and I see a therapist and uh, I keep getting overcharged at my mental health visits and I'm not happy about it. I'll pay right at the time of my visit, my copay, and then a month later I'll get a bill in the mail for my copay. And so then I have to go through the whole process of proving that I paid it. It causes me anxiety, causes me stress. I don't, you know... So I was talking to Billing the other day, and uh, they told me, they said, from now on, when you have your appointments, don't pay your copay. Just tell them to bill you, and then the bill will come to you in the mail, and you can pay it that way because for some reason, whatever they're doing, she goes, I don't know what they're doing because you've got $80 credit over here, one hasn't posted over here, and oh, it's just all 
all discombobulated and it's something I don't need. So I get enough always it seems to whenever something like that hits me, like when I got that in the mail, it was like the end of the world. And it's not. I'll be able to take care of it. But when I get it, I'm like, my heart starts racing. I start getting sweaty palms. I'm like, all worse doom and gloom, worst case scenario starts coming into play for me. Ugh. All right, stick around. When we come back, we'll ramble a little bit more. It's always nice that you come back. Maybe you don't go anywhere. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I still have yet to see Spider-Man 2. I have to see it because part 3 is coming out. And I want to see part 3 really bad. I'm definitely looking forward to the new Batman. I think that... Uh, I never saw any of the Twilight series, but from the trailers I'm seeing, it looks like Robert Patterson is doing Batman justice. So that's good. I'm a Batman fan. My nickname in college happened to be Batman. In 1989, the Batman movie came out, and uh, it was a hit. And I had a lot of Batman paraphernalia, T-shirts, other things like that, and I ended up getting that nickname, the Batman. It's funny, I'm using my new Rodecaster Pro. I've been using a Rodecaster Pro now for a while, and the Rodecaster Pro that I was using was faulty, and they sent me a new one. And right now the heat came on, and before, when I would talk to you, I could hear it through my headphones, and I thought that you could hear it and all that, and right now it's on, and I don't hear it through my headphones. I can just, I can hear it in the distance, out of my headphones but I don't hear it coming through to you so yeah it shows that there was a problem with my roadcaster I'm glad that they got that fixed so no yes hooray seems like I would know these roadcast buttons by now what sound what button does what but I get confused easy oh my wife she made a nice creation the other night a recipe she found on TikTok. <laughs> you can find everything on TikTok nowadays. I think it's funny when TikTok first came out, it was just for kids. And our generation, the older people, it's still kids are using it, but older people are using it now. And it's she made this creation where you take cauliflower, fresh cauliflower, and blanch it very quickly, take it out, and then you make a mayo and cheese mixture slather that mayo and cheese mixture, season up the cauliflower with some salt and pepper and garlic powder and onion powder, that mayo and cheese mixture, and then bake it in the oven. And it gets all bubbly and golden brown and cheesy. And, oh, it was so good. It was yummy. I, it would be really good with broccoli, I think, too. I'm a broccoli fan, and I think it would taste good with broccoli. And we had it with some pulled pork on the side. I love pork. Pork is probably my favorite. It's so versatile. Um, I was talking earlier about the Good Guys Barber Shop, and Keith and I were
talked about so many things. You talk about so many things when you're sitting in the barber chair. But we were talking about the prices of food and the prices of everything. And for some reason, we brought up pork. And I was like, that's my favorite. And he's like, oh, mine too. I go, you know, because it's so different. You know, a, a ham steak tastes different than a pork chop. Where beef tastes like beef, chicken tastes like chicken, fish tastes like fish. But pork can be so many different things. Growing up, I grew up uh, out in the country, and we raised a pig before. One or two pigs. Well, one for sure, but I can't. I think two we had at one time. And uh, raised them for slaughter and everything. And I remember feeding them and my mom and dad being like, whatever you do, don't name it and don't get attached to it. And, of course, we did. It's hard not to. Pigs are really smart, cute animals. But uh, I like meat. What can I say? I'm a carnivore. Part of my survival is eating. <laughs> Part of your survival, I'm sure, is eating, too. Uh, so um, what are we going to do next? How about we learn something instead of me just rambling? We'll be right back. We'll head on either over to the History Channel's website or the fact site. I'll flip a coin. We'll be right back. And we are back. So I did say that I've noticed that you can't hear the heat. But one thing I, I think that I'm noticing a little bit is my noise gate. There's a, this Rodecaster Pro does so much, and there's a noise gate on there. And so if there's background noise such as a heater, air conditioning going or anything like that. And so every once in a while when I'm talking, I'm not sure if the noise gate is coming on and off a little bit. So I hopefully I'm sounding okay to you right now. All right, we are over at the History Channel's website. I like learning something, and I think that we should learn something new every day. We should try to, at least. And on this day, 24 high-ranking Nazis go on trial in Nuremberg, Germany. The Nuremberg trial begins November 20th, 19... 45. Oh, wait a minute. We are... Today's the 21st. That was the 20th. So, actually, we do know that yesterday, the 20th, the Nuremberg trial started. Let's get on the right day, because it is the 21st. 1980. Millions tune in to find out who shot J.R. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, then you're not old enough. But on November 21st, 1980, 350 million people around the world tuned into the television's popular primetime drama, Dallas, to find out who shot J.R. Ewing. The character's fan loved to hate. Yeah, who shot J.R.? And it was like... That's all everybody talked about. Larry Hagman played him. Famed I Dream of Jeannie is how I remember him. 
All right, what else do we have? Also on this day, invention and in science. 1877, Thomas Edison announces his invention of the phonograph. Phonograph. Art, literature, and film history. 1934, Ella Fitzgerald wins Amateur Night at Harlem's Apollo Theater. Wow, way back in 1934, Ella Fitzgerald. What a voice. France, 1783, men fly over Paris in the hot, in a hot air balloon, flying 5.5 miles over Paris in about 25 minutes. Their cloth balloon was crafted by French paper making, paper making brothers Jacques, oh boy, here we go, where am I, I just, Jacques Entine and Joseph Michael Mungolfer, inventors of the world's first successful hot air balloons. I'm sorry to my French friends and my French listeners and everything like that because I just butchered his that French name. And I'm getting all kinds of advertisements popping up now. Okay, let's back out. Here's the next one for this day in history. U.S. Presidents, 1864. President Lincoln allegedly writes to mother of Civil War casualties. He composes a letter to Lindy Bigsby, a widow and mother of five men who had been killed in the Civil War. Art, literature, and film history, 1976, Rocky opens in theaters. Wow, 1976. Natural disaster and environment, 1916. Britannica, the sister ship of the Titanic, sinks in the Aegean Sea. Aegean Sea. Uh, crime. 1986, Iran-Contra scandal begins with shredded documents. We talked about that last couple shows ago about Oliver North and other people that were involved in that. And the last one in American Revolution, 1776, George Washington orders General Lee to New Jersey. And that is it for this day. In history, we got a little wrinkle on our brain, I think. Stick around. All right, we're going to learn some more. We're getting an exercise for our brain. That's one of the reasons why you come over here, too, is to uh, not only hear the soothing sounds of We Live on a Planet, you like to learn. Okay, the fact site. What is a beaver moon? The beaver moon. The full moon of November is commonly referred to as the beaver moon. Ancient moon names come from cultural traditions and often reflect seasonal occurrences in nature. We've talked about names of moons plenty here at We Live on a Planet. 
traditionally naming moons would have been a way to help keep track of time helping to plan the year. So what is a beaver moon? The beaver moon is the name for the full moon in November. The name is commonly used in the northern hemisphere and relates to seasonal occurrences with beavers. Beavers inhabit many countries in the northern hemisphere, and November is a critical time for both beavers and humans. So why call it a beaver moon? The beaver moon obtained its name for two main reasons. In North America, it was referred to as the beaver moon as it was the time of year where beavers started to hibernate. Beavers have their stock of food ready for the winter and they begin to take shelter. The other reason is for their fur. Humans would lay traps to catch the beavers as this time of the year they are fully grown. This meant that more fur could be taken from the beaver if caught compared to any other time of year. Well, who first called it a beaver moon? The lunar cycle was first used as an ancient way of keeping track of the time of year. The lunar calendar allowed humans to keep track of time and season. As a result, the moon names often came from relevant seasonal events in nature. The North American tribes and colonial Americans referred to the moon as the beaver moon. This was, con uh, this was concerning survival as it was necessary to catch the beavers for fur and meat. Beavers were one of the last animals caught before winter for both food and fur resources. November is the last month to do so, and beavers begin to hibernate for the winter at this time. The moon signaled the last opportunity to catch beavers before the winter was in full swing. The Anglo-Anglo-Quin tribes would set traps to ensure they could catch beavers, enough beavers to survive the winter. During the time of the fur trade, this was an essential month for colonial Americans too. Is it always called a beaver's moon? The beaver's moon? The beaver moon name is not the only name given to November's full moon. Across northern the northern hemisphere, it is also known as the frost moon or freezing moon. Naturally, this name came from the change in the seasons and marked the beginning of winter. The frost comes and everything slowly begins to freeze. Yeah. The beaver moon. Isn't that neat? I like learning. We just learned a little something about that, and that was from the fact site. Another wrinkle on our brain. Stick around, we'll be right back. All right, before we finish off the show, I wanted to do the Did You Know? Something new that I'm trying to throw in there. We learn all kinds of stuff here, but um, did you know curiosity is fueled by what you already know? You're far more likely to be curious of the things you already know a little about 
then you are of something you know a lot about or know absolutely nothing about. And as always, I always say to you, be curious and not judgmental the best you can. So this one went by pretty quick. I do appreciate your time, the most valuable gift you could ever give me. If you want to support the show, you can head on over to WLOAP.com. That's my website. There's a link page, the support page shows how you can support me. If you are using Anchor, you know how to do it. Once again, thank you, Michael, Ryan, for the support you've given me throughout the year and to my listeners, the support you've given me for these past four years. I really appreciate it. Couldn't do it without you. All right. As always, do your best to stay curious and not judgmental. And I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Peace.